I'm grateful we all can share space today because uh, this is a moment in history uh, that I'm going to remember forever um, just because of the impact that um, all this has made on my, my world, uh, cultures, not only just here in America, but abroad. Um, and right now we're just here to really take this effort to make a more equal world, more fair world. Uh, we're all here to take it up and off, and I hope, because um, it's not just a solo act for me to uh, try to take on the burdens of the world and change things. Um, and I just got to be aware of that. Uh, so uh, with all that being said, I just want to offer my uh, deep apologies to all those who are impacted uh, over these last few weeks, um, specifically my uh, Jewish relatives, my Black relatives, um, you know, all races and cultures feel like we all felt the impact. And I don't stand for anything uh, close to hate speech or anti-Semitism or anything that is anti going against the human race. Uh, <clears throat> I feel like we all should have an opportunity to speak for ourselves uh, when things are assumed about us. And uh, I feel it was, it was necessary for me to stand in this place and take accountability for my actions um, because there, there was a way I should have handled all this. Um, you know, and as I look back and reflect, uh, when I have, when I had the opportunity to offer my deep regrets to, um, you know, anyone that felt threatened or felt hurt uh, by what I posted, you know, that wasn't my intent at all. I meant no harm to any person, any group of people. Um, and yeah, this is a big moment for me because I'm able to learn uh, throughout this process that the power of my voice is, is very strong. The influence that I have within my community is very strong. And I want to be responsible for that. Uh, in order to do that, uh, you have to admit when you're wrong in, in instances where you hurt people and it impacts them. Um, you know, and I just wanted to clarify some things as well on my end. Um, you know, when I was searching up the documentary, I was just searching up my name and searching uh, for a deeper understanding of my heritage and where I come from. My name is Kyrie Irving. Uh, my mom uh, named me that for a reason. Uh, and I'm here to take on, you know, this ongoing dialogue of where we need to go with this conversation uh, between not just the Jewish and black community, but all communities that want to see change in our world. So I'm just grateful that I'm able to uh, stand here, know that I'm supported and loved by uh, my family members, uh, all my friends, because they know I represent something bigger out here in the world and I'm a man of peace and I have integrity and I have sacred honor amongst all those that I'm around. Um, and we hold true this uh, peaceful oath to make sure that we're there for each other. Okay. I hope you heard the sound because right now I'm going through my phone right before I was supposed to go live about 20 minutes ago, I had some problems. And I'm not gonna think paranoid, but we can read between the lines. And this is a read between the lines type of broadcast, not because I'm scared, but I have a bigger picture and a bigger mission now after what happened to me and the things that I see. And because of this title and because of the photo on the banner, it's gonna bring a lot of attention from them 
because they have been watching me. Sorry to sound paranoid. I'm not trying to be self-important and say, yes, they're looking at me, whatever. But I guess my reach is a little more than what we know through numbers. And also they see over the years how I have never given up and I will not stop. I don't sell out. Now, let's just read a little bit of this from an article that came out yesterday, but for me two days ago, because it's 4.05 a.m. in Accra, Ghana, and it's still, for the most part, the 20th of November, 2022. So for the people who will be listening to this, who can't make sense of this years from now, because you know these videos stay up for years, I'm gonna read a couple of paragraphs to bring all of this into context, okay? Brooklyn Nets guard Kyrie Irving gave his most formal apology to date in a video published Saturday, saying clearly he is not anti-Semitic and that he wanted to apologize deeply for his social media post around a book and movie featuring anti-Semitic ideas. I am not anti-Semitic, Irving said in the interview with SNY. I have never been. I don't have hate in my heart for the Jewish people or anyone that identifies as a Jew. I am not anti-Jewish or any of that. It, and it's been difficult to sit at home with my family with them. This is basically what he said. I'm just going over it again. Uh, and it's been difficult to sit at home with my family with them seeing all of this and having questions. That part hasn't been hard. The part that hasn't been hard is explaining myself because I know who I am. I know what I represent. But I think the difficult aspect is just processing all of this, understanding the power of my voice, the influence that I have. I am no one's idol, but I am a human being that wants to make impact and change. In order to, to do that, I have to live responsibly and set a great example for our youth, for my generation and the older generation. Irving is serving a team-imposed suspension that has forced him to miss the last eight games, all right? But he has been listed as questionable to play Sunday against the Memphis Grizzlies. Irving was initially suspended November 3rd for the harm, harmful impact of his conduct relating to his social media posts. ESPN's Adrian Wad, well, how do you say this name? Wajnarowski reported Thursday that Irving could rejoin the Nets as soon as Sunday, giving that, according to sources, he was nearing completion on the process needed for a return. Irving said he has had very moving, very impactful conversations recently that have allowed for a greater perspective about how his posts hurt people. I just really want to focus on the hurt that I caused or the impact that I made within the Jewish community, Irving told SNY, putting some type of threat or assumed threat on the Jewish community. I just want to apologize deeply for all my actions for the time that it's been since the post was first put up. I've had a lot of time to think, but my focus initially, if I could do it over, would be to heal and repair a lot of my close relationships with my Jewish relatives, brothers, and sisters. 
The Nets have gone 5-3 without Irving in the lineup, but several players were hopeful after Thursday's win over the Portland Trailblazers that he would be back on the floor Sunday. It was a learning journey, to be honest with you, Irving said of the last few weeks. It was a lot of hurt that needed to be healed, a lot of conversations that needed to be had, a lot of reflection. And I got a chance to do that with some people, with some great people, <laughs> from the Jewish community, from the black community, from the white community. I have had so many conversations with all of our races and cultures and religious groups of people, just to try to find a better perspective on how we live a more harmonious life. I'm a man who stands for peace. I don't condone any hate speech or prejudice and I don't want to be in a position where I'm mis being misunderstood on where I stand in terms of anti-Semitism or any hate for that matter for anybody in this world. I'm glad that I, this is me talking now. I'm glad that I um, had a chance to read this as well as play that. I hope you heard it clear. Again, I'm working through my phone and I'm probably gonna have to do my live streams through my phone for a while because I did everything correct. It's late at night, it's the wee hours of the morning. There's nothing being pulled extra from my computer. This is the only thing on and it started to buffer. Everything was fine first and as soon as it got down to the time, I had to change the time. So this is gonna be a very active thing with me on this channel, depending on, I believe, the topics that I speak on. This will always be up on Rumble, it'll be on my site, it'll be on all the social media networks until they begin to take me down. So that being said, I'm going to flip it and do it a different way. Now, I'm going to read over some of this, and I'm not going to mention that word that defines who we're talking about, the powers that be. Not that I'm scared, but I'm not giving them any reason because we have to get this message out. Number one, this is what I say. I'm going to break down what he said, but I'm going to go into this first. Number one. We, in general, and this is us talking as family, we know there are successful people in their engineered world, in the compromised world. Remember, I'm speaking very careful, not out of fear, but I'm going to win this fight with precision and, and, and stick-intuitiveness and a perfect fight plan so nobody can touch me. I'm going to Bruce Lee him up right now, right? We need to stop complaining about them. Am I scared? No. We need to focus that energy every time they cause us to change how we feel publicly in order to be in their world. We need to continue to build our world. So number one, like I said in the short that I made maybe yesterday or two days ago, I'm not sure when it was because I've been throwing up a lot of those. We need to build our own world. We need to build our own infrastructure. Isn't it something that us who power these industries, whether it be football, basketball, all of sports, of course, some will continue to create sports that they can excel in, but we dominate sports. Why are we not in charge? Why can't we unify? <laughs> There's a lot of reasons why we're not gonna unify because we have some of those amongst us 
with the secret handshakes and the compromises who are paid to be that membrane, to be that go-between, to go out and find those of us who are talented. And a lot of it is whispered into our ears on how to play the game. What if, and maybe this is a fantasy, and this is why I'm not going to go in as scathing as I want. I'm going to make another video real soon that goes up only on Patreon, only on Patreon and on Rumble that I will put up on Lanscurve.com. So this is the prequel to The Real Cooking, but I'm saying it this way, and I'm quite sure many would agree, right? And I'm not even looking at the chat room right now. I'll answer the chat room any statements that are written there. So anything I'm saying, if it seems parallel to the chat room, is coming from the hip and from the heart. But is it anti-Semitism if we as a group and as a collective band together and walk away from a system that gives us these rules and regulations and steps for something so mild as posting something. This is buck breaking 3.0. And this was not just done to him because they just picked him. See, the yay comments and the yay controversy is out there. And he has a very credible voice because of his positioning in that world, whether he's sincere or not, we will see. Tariq Nasheed said in a recent interview, let's see where Kanye goes with this. If he's accepted by them, will he go back to be in their country clubs and their good old boys with a little spot on the sun today? <laughs> There's a little black spot on the sun today. Will he go back and turn his back on us again? It's mixed feelings on what Kanye said. And more and more from what I see in the responses that I've seen on those shorts that have gone viral, speaking about him, there are people who are behind him 100%. But will he fail us if they offered him something back to be even bigger in the fallback in the line? Will he fail us and say, well, folks, I said what I said, but I'll jump through a few hoops. And I'm going right on back. He says his white wife kidnapped his children. What if his wife, white, white wife said, come on back, Kanye, come on back, yay, whatever you call yourself. It's okay, we're going to make it right. So will he support the black people that he is looking for support now that he's in hot water? So now the buck breaking has to continue on somebody seemingly innocent who posted something, just posted something. And everything that they do with us in a domineering fashion, in business, we can't say anything about the noose around our neck. We can't even post anything. We can't even say anything. Well, they say, if you don't know who your oppressor is, find out who you can't talk about. So this is very unfair. But who's going to have the balls to collectively walk away when we have so many traitors amongst us? Who? How many? Can we deal with the money that we have made already in these industries? 
as an actor or an actress, can we say we have enough money saved up that we can live without their system and let's go on ahead and use the technology to collectively put our money together to create our own movies? We have the talent because anything in the world that requires any talent, we are in it. They might take this video down just because of that. I have not mentioned who. Remember that. This is nothing hateful. This is about us. So if you happen to be walking down the street and we're having a family discussion and you want to poke your nose in it and listen to it, what you're doing is illegal. We need to build our own. But we have too many people who we are afraid to call out. And I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the ones who look like us, who do the favors for them who do the dirty work for them, who bring back intel to them because they're going to be their puppets. Let them be, but we need to walk away from this system. Can we live like this? Can we be proud of this? Really and truly? <laughs> I wouldn't have done what he did. I would have walked away. Millions? Do I have to keep on having Look, give me $500,000. I'm good for life. I get $250,000 right now. I'm good for life because I know how to live because my desire is not to bow down to somebody in their system, but to stand tall in my system. These are the requirements that you have to emasculate yourself you can really feel proud amongst your people as a righteous revolutionary. No, we're not asking you to bear the weight of the whole world on your shoulders for us, but do your part. Do your part. This system of YouTube and social media, this is their system. I'm on their system, but I'm doing it in a way where they can't touch me. Yeah, they touched me the other day and they shouldn't have because I was on a platform that I pay for. And maybe it's good that I didn't go live and go there with it because so far I haven't mentioned by name anybody. That's why I said in the beginning, you need to read between the lines. You need to read between the lines. So we need to have our own. I don't understand why we keep going back and buck breaking ourselves. No. Do you think Muhammad Ali would do something like this? He refused the draft. He was up in court on TV. He was at his peak of earning money. And he was reduced after a while to speaking in colleges to make ends meet. Now, you know I'm a boxing, not only a fan, but I'm a fanatic, which fan means fanatic. There was a time that Muhammad Ali was so broke, people don't understand that when he fought Joe Frazier on March 8th, 1971, the preceding years when Joe Frazier had ascended into a version of the heavyweight championship, along with Muhammad Ali's uh, sparring partner named Jimmy Ellis, Frazier was the more dominant, but there was no undisputed in the specter of Muhammad Ali loomed over Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier would meet with Muhammad Ali, I believe it was in Philadelphia. I read in this book, I've read so many things even before the internet came out. I was watching the fights. I was reading up on it. I'm a junkie that way. So you know I'm in heaven seeing these clips that I never saw before. 
But Joe Frazier would meet with Muhammad Ali and give him money, give him a bag full of money. And this is why Joe Frazier didn't understand in the promotion of the fight that they had. I'm coming back on point that he called him this name and said he was ugly and this and that. And yes, Ali said, I, I, I did go overboard a little bit, but it was for the promotion of the fight. But that's not the point here. Another athlete who was on top, maybe not as popular, but he had the heavyweight championship of the world, at least a version of it, gave money to Muhammad Ali, who at that time the world was like, nobody's beating him. And he only got beat because of the ring rust. He shouldn't, he should have waited a little longer. But where do we see athletes supporting athletes? This dude, this big, uh, uh, what's his name? Steve something and the other guy, the white guy and the black guy, the guy with the thick, thick glasses. I don't follow these guys. They got to jump. Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, who is a Mason already. Okay. These guys are not going to stand up for the downtrodden of us, for the consumers, for the ones who are the regular Joes who have to go to jobs where these people rule over and they can't say a damn thing amongst themselves. You see, the very apology of him will rain down all over the country and they'll have a one-up on us. So we got to pretend that these people who will not give us raises on these jobs, who will not set us up to go on independent, they will never do that. Once the noose is around your neck, no one pulls it off. This is what I don't understand, that we keep going into this Parents, when you have a youngster who shows promise, he should have options on where he goes. You know, when I think back in the day of the so-called, and I say so-called because they had no choice but to do that. I'm not saying that it's a put down, but the Negro League with baseball back in the day. When you watch those players, those players were the best. Why can't we have that again? Maybe you're not going to call it a Negro League, but... You're going to call it something that we can do. Look, if you have sports teams in Africa, in football, which we call it soccer in America, they ain't worrying about them people, whatever. And we know there's a hierarchy, and I know it might be similar, but we are the athletes. If all the athletes walked away at one time and said, bruh, you might have got half a million, you a rookie, but I got, I got 50 million. I'm not going to feel that if I toss everybody else and bring them up to level. But where's the unity? You see, we got ego and the business and the lust to get more. You want to get famous. You're already an athlete, but you want to go higher. You want to be mainstream. You want to sell the memorabilia. You want to get on the talk shows late at night. You want to score the most points. Look, there's competition and there's the love for your race. And co collectively, we are getting beat down. We are getting beat down. Boy, how Muhammad Ali would have handled that if they came to him and said, you have to sit here and meet with members of this community. You have to apologize. He posted something. He posted something. And what Muhammad Ali did joining the Nation of Islam before the Sunny Liston fight, 
1964, before he won the championship. And the promoter's like, the word is out, man. You need to de denounce this. You need to stop talking about this. The fight was going to be off. And I was like, I don't care if it's going to be off. This is, this is what I believe in. This is what I do. I got to answer to somebody after I die. Now, he evolved and went into a different type of Islam, right? But you got to commend him at that time. A young boy from Louisville, Kentucky, went to the Olympics, and this is the dream. And you're a heavyweight? You're handsome? You're articulate? Yeah, okay. Maybe you didn't go to school. But he was one of the most intelligent men in sports and had the balls to back it up. These athletes today, they don't have no balls, man. And when you saw how many came out, uh, I can't tell the whole. Remember the picture, y'all, where you saw Muhammad Ali sitting down and all the athletes around him that wearing suits? I know uh, Jim Brown was in there. Uh, uh, Dr. J, I think he, think he was in there. I think the, his name was just Lou Alcindor. I'm not sure if he was there. But all the top athletes of the day across different sports stood with Muhammad Ali. If Kyrie stood up and said, listen, what you're asking of me is really ridiculous for me posting something. But it wasn't that they felt that that was something off the deep end. That was a message to everybody else who even has a thought in their head. It's like a gang member at an initiation and they're having a meeting. And one person snitched or did a turncoat move on the gang to the police or whatever. And they peaceably has this thing and he pulls out a pistol and blows the guy's brains out in front of everybody. He could have handled him different, but he had to make an example of him. So all I'm asking right now, let's not even focus on them. Turn your frustration around and make it a thing where you say to yourself, just like they say, never again. Well, we should say never again. And we should call out. And I'm thinking about putting out some type of petition, some type of way of calling out these other athletes that don't have any balls, these executives who look like us who don't have any balls, these people with the secret handshakes. See, those are the most dangerous ones because they can play the game and talk to you and make you open up and go run back to somebody else and tell them what's on your mind. We have them everywhere, not just in sports, in politics, clergy, the church, religion, on your job. I don't care if you make a minimum wage. There's always that coon who been there who can come to you when you just hired to find out where you stand in your mind. And this is what's gonna happen across America, across the world, but more so America. Because if you're employed, not even by a person who looks like them or has the background of them, but it could be somebody who is white, which those who we're talking about are white. Ain't no different. They just wear something different. They talk, they claim this. But we are that originally, and we know that. Did I say a name? No. So whoever wants to report this video, I said nothing wrong. See, this is why I started it out that way, because I'm very passionate about what I'm saying right now. I had to get off my equipment and come here and get on my phone to make this video happen.
And again, I said nothing scathing. I didn't say their name. And again, I'm not saying that out of fear. I'm making a point. The main thing now that every time we begin to talk about this, yes, we can talk about it, but we can't talk about it in a way of frustration. We've got to talk about it in a way of motivation. Who can we petition of all of these people who we watch? Entertainers, actors, athletes, politicians, people in the church, the pastors, the imams, anybody. How do we start with all the money we contribute to make these people rich? How do we start? Look, it may not happen for 20 years. Granted, look, I'm almost 60 years old. It may not happen in my lifetime, but we need to make a start because it's not going to happen overnight. I mean, as far back as you can go, there was an old clip on a clip that was sent to me from Bobby Hemet that said the same thing about 20 years ago, 25 years ago, even before then. Even Malcolm X knew. He said some things that were quite prophetic to this day as everything. I'm looking at the long run. How do we begin to set the foundation and bring the awareness for us to keep our talent with us and not sell our talent short? Because no matter how many times you see a contract, yes, he's going to get $150 million over the next few years, and this was going to get $75 million. Say, oh, my God, I can't even comprehend that kind of money. But it's nothing compared to what them people are getting. Even in the sport of boxing, you got one old, old behind promoter, initials B.A., for those who understand boxing. Him and Don King were neck and neck from the early 70s when they first, you see, and he's about what, about 90 years old now, 90 something years old, or about 90, 80, something old. You can tell this guy's taking some TRT hormone shots. He's swollen. He can hardly talk, but they don't let go. And I believe he's trying to set up where he can get one of his own to rule over. I don't know how this is going to work, but this guy doesn't have too long. No way. So what I'm saying is that they look out for their own and they groom their young to maintain the hold over us while we go and pay to watch the sports and get bedazzled over those brothers who come from our neighborhoods and who come from our community. So, so, so we should be nurturing them. And I'm going to say this one thing about the music artists and the athletes. You see, we may not own these infrastructures, you know, you can have a pretty uh, glass and, and, and table setting and beautiful plates that are gold leafed and gold, solid gold forks and spoons and knives. Well, that's not going to feed you. You got to put the food on there. You got to put good food on there. Well, we're the food. We fill up the stadiums. They come to watch us. But they get paid like they're us. What restaurant do you know? That has the beautiful plates in, in, in China, but no food, but people still go to sit down and pay them to sit down and look at an empty plate. If we made our own league, even if we made less, we're going to have to have the athletes get used to not getting these huge contracts. Because starting out, we're not going to have that kind of money, but we could if we all walked out. Is this anti-blankety-blank talk? No, this is pro-empowerment of us. 
And you better not, you better not talk like that in their midst. So I know they're watching me because I'm one they can't get. I ain't making no money off of this thing anyway. This just pays enough to keep my bills going as far as the platform is concerned. I'm not making no, no profit off of this. I'm not making no profit off of this. And that's the way they're going to keep it. You see, so this is very necessary, y'all. We have to tell our children this. We know that many of us, I'm not going to say we gave up, but many of us like, listen, let me just get my little pension. Let me just keep the ends meet. I don't want to make no trouble. What you mean? So you're, you're buck broken also. While we may not all be millionaires quickly like that, we have to get it in the mind of our children. We have to get to the children and the youngsters, and we have to set something up. But we have to weed out those who would stop that from happening. The ones that look like us, the ones with the secret handshakes, that thin, thin membrane that's there in our communities wherever we go, whether they got the badges on the back of their car or not. Those in the boule who are sworn to secrecy and they work against us and they even will do things for you. They'll give away the free turkeys. They'll, they'll have a dance. They'll finance a block party and a barbecue and you feel good about it. And you tell them all your secrets because they're such good upstanding people in the community, but they're there to work against you. Hell, Shaq, he's not for us. Charles Barkley's not for us. There's so many that we see that, that, that look like us and we kind of identify with them, but we don't really look at them as the enemy. So many, down to the high school coaches, down to the college coaches and the people and the scouts and stuff that they see your talent and realize how much money they can get off of you. You see what I mean? They say, yeah, we'll buy him a car. He don't have to give it back. Like I said in the other video, we'll give him a car. We'll give him a free ride to the school, but we want you to come and play for us professionally. You didn't even get to college yet. You're still in high school. They going back. Giving you money, a little chump change. Going to the parents, how much does it take to pay off your house? Oh, I got $200,000 more than and go pay off the house. Go give the son a car. They got a special needs kid. They'll slip some money to take care of them with some insurance and guaranteed care. Anything to seduce you. If you seem to have a proclivity toward white women, oh, you have all kind of white titties up in your face. <laughs> they know how to activate that with us and get one of us to marry one of them. Because, see, they're going to do you good behind closed doors. I'm going to keep this decent. They know us. This is what we got to understand with them. They have studied us for such a long time. They have programmed us from way back in slavery, whether you want to argue if Willie Lynch is real or not, the effect of what that letter has done is very much real. They're telling you. And you're looking at it play out in front of you. And they have programmed us to be a foolish people. They haven't programmed us to be a disciplined people. Only discipline we can have is when we're serving them. Serving them on the front lines of a war. Serving them to make their countless billions 
off of us to secure their children to go to the best schools while when we blow our money as an athlete, we're ass out. Who's there to help us? Them same people. Them same people don't want to see you after they're done with you. You know how many countless thousands, tens of thousands. I have a brother who played professional basketball and I'm going to give him a call. And he's going to give him and tell the real deal. I met him in Houston. When I went out to Houston, in what year was that now? 2020, early 2020. Went out there several times. And we met the brother as tall as anything else. He had a few years in the league. And he was always ready to talk. And I want to bring him on. One-on-one. And I want to have call-ins and whatever. He's out of it. He's been out of it. I believe he's out of the country living in Turkey somewhere or something. But I'm going to get up with him because when he comes to Ghana, he's going to come meet up with me and we're going to have a nice conversation. But before then, I'd like to talk with him. I'm going to go dig deep in the crate of all who I know and have a, a sixth degree of separation type connection with. Because I need to bump it up some more. I don't be shrewd with it. I want to be skilled with it. I'm just not going to be some dude with a black glove. Yeah, we need to blah, blah, blah. That's not going to get nowhere no more. We've been doing that. How long have I been talking? I don't know about nobody else, but I've been online since 2001 in some form of fashion doing this very same thing. I'm tired, y'all. Is this what it comes to? I mean, is this the signal that I'm getting from my people that, man, you're wasting your time, man. You need to go sit down somewhere, enjoy the rest of your life. You out there in that good weather. You out there doing your thing. Just, just give up. But there's something inside of me that can't. Because it takes one person, two people. It doesn't take millions of people to start something and make it roll. But of course, we know that, that aspect of it is so threatening to people who want to keep their, their knee in our neck and the noose around our neck. They want to continue to be that way. That's why they never taught you black man and black woman about Black Wall Street. Most of y'all didn't know nothing about Black Wall Street until the internet. I mean, my age, I'm 60 in April. Back in the, back in the day, those same people that made Kylie Irvin ap apologize, dominated the New York City public school system, mostly women. I can name names, and it'll, it'll, it, they'll try to use that against me. And those are the people who were put in place to watch the talent, to watch who was coming up, who may be a threat. And they want to commend your children and give them extra stars. I don't know how you did it, but they would put stars on your homework. And the more stars you got, the better the homework was. And you felt so good about that. And they would tell you at the uh, parents, teachers association meeting, oh, your child is so brilliant. We have high hopes for them. But they spotted them and they want to know who you are. And they can pick up your spirit. If you come there and you're upright and clean and you have a strength about you, I'm not going to say their level of spirituality is as high as us. But when we are on point, they know who we are and they go back to the persons who are people who are over them and say, we got to watch that child. And they try to steer you clear of manifesting that greatness that is inside of you that is a threat to them unless you come under their wing and bow down to them. Farrakhan has been talking about this all his life, whether you like him or not or think 
he had something to do with Malcolm's transition or not. He's been saying it. And they're waiting for him to die. They can't have that flame from that candle light up another thousand candles. That's like, oh, we can't have that. But do you think Kylie has changed? No, I know he hasn't. He knows what's up. Negro, you know what's up. So what I'm saying is that we got to move like them. Move in silence. People like me, I'm talking about it, but I'm saying it. I'm already spotted. I'm like that one blade of grass that didn't get cut. And the next time, yeah, when we go cut that grass, we're going to cut that one down so they're all on the same level. Because I was raised up this way from parents who are conscious and the conversations that I heard. And the look, growing up in Manhattan at that time, that was rich with so many real men and women. And we had community. Yeah, there was heroin. There was the war going on. There, there, was, there was little fights between, but, but we had a stronger composition. We had community. We had morale. I remember seeing dudes who sold heroin up in Harlem. They got off the street when them church ladies were walking down or they would stay there and greet them. And the church ladies would say, listen, boy, we know what y'all doing. Y'all need to stop. But they had enough respect to tip their hat they had enough respect to, to, to walk them home with their bags and make sure that that lady can come down at 70 years old, two o'clock in the morning to go to the corner store and she's gonna do it safe. We don't care now, we shoot each other up for the smallest gain, which is not really a gain. We're selling out for money. What happened to the integrity of the black community? Why are we so silent? Why are we buck broken? Why don't we all stand up at one time? And maybe that's a fantasy. You see, I grew up in that generation. I didn't grow up in the get along to go along or go along to get along. And, and why can't we all get along as human beings? Listen, are you happy with this, Kyrie? Are you happy with this? That we as humans, could, we on the bottom rung. Reparations we'll never get. They're doing everything they can do, but yet instead the ones who have all this power over you in these industries get billions of dollars every year. What gives? They weren't even in existence in their present form. I don't want to go too deep now. You know what I mean? They weren't even in existence. They ain't been 100 years. But we built America. And there are people who come from different countries who came to America and built America. So we can't have this separation. Well, I'm this and you know, I'm Eidos and this is FBA. No, they all see us as niggas. We understand. But those who may feel they need to get reparations and others, well, you need to help all of us. All or nothing. Growing up in New York City, we had to joke. Boy, you better not mess with them Puerto Ricans. They all stick together. So they all might be a little shorter than you, but you mess with one, you got to mess with all of them. And that's what these people do while they have power over you. And you want to hold on to your little job, I understand. It ain't paying as much. I'm not putting nobody down. I'm just illustrating a few things in a certain mindset. Well, I can't afford to lose my job. I can't go there talking that mess on the job. I'm not asking you to. I'm asking you to move with your sisters and brothers and we secretly plot and plan as we should. Just like the slaves who left off the plantation, they didn't just tell the master. Hey master, you know, um, 
tomorrow your ass is up with this free work. We ain't taking it no more. We leaving out. No, it's not like you're scared. Because if you were scared, you would have never left. But you have to move shrewd in a shrewd manner. Because if that was done on mental, imagine, and I'm fantasizing right now. I'm fantasizing like that old 75-year-old man who has that beautiful 25-year-old sexy neighbor. Boy, if I was 50 years younger, whoo, there'd be something, something going on up in here. No, but really and truly, is it reduced to a fantasy? Our, our empowerment, our ascension. Yet many of you go to Sunday school and church and praise God and say, I'm blessed and highly favored. How the hell are you going to be blessed and highly favored in a subservient position? Huh? Blessed and highly favored in, in the crumbs that they give you? And you, you're supposed to be the strongest, especially us with our genetic makeup. And they use us on a physical level. They use us for our melanin. They use us for our life force. They use us to get their little dribbled out orgasms because they see us as sex toys. I know this personally. I got some stories about them. So I'm speaking from experience. I worked for an architect as an apprentice when I was 22 years old, back in 1985 for less than a year. And after he saw that I was getting along with everybody, I was going to go to City College and take up architecture. He tried to break my spirit and it pissed me off. And I never came back, but that's what he wanted. And he went on to do most of the structures in the Chinese Olympics. This is a worldwide guy. I even went to summer camp with his two sons. I have a history from way back just after getting away from single-digit ages, so I know what I'm talking about. I joke on the shows and I say certain things, but I have to talk. But I know now I have to talk in a way that they cannot because, see, I can live my life. I'm good. I'm good. I ain't rich, but I'm good. I'm where I can enjoy nature. I finish my project, my home. I can live out my years and just watch everything crumble. I can't do that, man. It, it pisses me off because I know the love that we have for each other has been compromised and reduced. Like when you put too much sugar in the lemonade and you say, you know what, this is too sweet. What do you do? Go dump the sugar out or from the bottom? No, you put more water. And see, we have been deluded and misled. So when we walk down the street and we see somebody who looks like us, what do we do? We mean mug them. Or in our spirit, we mean mug them. They come to a job, we don't want to help them because we think they're going to take our position. But the position you have, you don't own anyway. You're only there because they're paying you less and getting over more. So when are we going to turn around and collectively do what we need to do? If we don't, you're just telling me you love being buck, buck broken. You love the facade of being this great, mighty child of God. No, you're an embarrassment to the God that made you. I should take this banner down and put that up there that you're an embarrassment. That should be the title. I ain't going to change it. I'm going to bed after this. But you're an embarrassment to the God that you made you, that, that made you. If you were created by the biggest, baddest, and for those who don't understand, bad means good, bad means great. Entity, force, spirit, creator, system, whatever you want to call it, the most high, the, this, whatever names you want to, you know, we creative with that. And we got to stop arguing over the different divisions of religion because religion is not what we're all about. We're spiritual creatures. 
Just the same way we got to stop arguing out here from a Ghanaian to a Nigerian. There's an artificial line. It should be one United State of Africa. And we should all have land over here we can come to. That's why they keep us. They're never going to do nothing for us in America. They don't want us to have a power base. They don't want us to have land. They're going to soon control the food that we consume and make it all GMO. They have us locked and loaded. They got us locked down, and we are so locked down on so many fronts, we don't even realize it. Like a drug dealer that I know, he's not a drug dealer anymore. He's a man of God, and he's a family man. But we, we've had many experiences talking. We grew up together. And he said the scariest thing when he was slinging rocks was he got up to pee about 3, 30, 4 o'clock in the morning. And he said, let me peek out the window. He couldn't believe all of the cop cars and the tanks and, and the officers that were surrounding the house with the, with the guns drawn machine. What? He told me, he said, man, I, I thought I was getting up to go pee. He said, man, I shit myself. He, he really did. He shit himself. He just opened the door with the shit in his drawers and put his hands up because he knew he couldn't whip that. <laughs> so that's how we are now. Why at the slightest, see, this discussion is going to go on all over the country. And even where we are, where we work, everywhere we go, even with each other, we're going to be afraid to talk. And we some talking people. You mean I can't talk about what I'm going through? I can't say what is unfair to me as a black man and for my sisters? We can't say that. You can say what you are and I can't say what I am and that I'm proud to be what I am and I'm proud of the heritage that I have even though it was hidden by you. Let me tell you something. I don't know if I can get to the brother or not. He lives in North or South Carolina. He called me about two years ago and, and I'm just gonna convey to you what he told me. He's a man who has so many tens of thousands of books that he actually read. I'm talking about he read a book in a day, two books in a day. He has gotta be in his near 80 years old, I believe. He's much older than me. He might be 80 something now. And maybe it wasn't two years ago. It could have been five years ago. I've done so much work every day. I don't even know. You know what I mean? I look down like, dang. He told me that if you can get the first edition of certain books, it's going to be quite different than the second and third and fourth. I'm not talking about these recent books, right? And I'm not even going on what you read on the internet because there's certain things, and this is what he told me. There are certain things that you are not ever going to see on the internet. Those people can put it up, but it don't mean it's going to be seen and they can be taken down. They'll give you artificial hits on your site, but nobody's going there. They're making sure that certain people don't see this. So you can't depend. Well, I'll just save everything online and link it and say, no, don't do that. You got to get your hands on books and we need to talk to each other about the information that we have and how it pertains to us so that we can navigate in these shark infested waters, these demonically infested waters that are against us. Now, so far, did I say anything wrong? Did I call any names out? I'm not going to say all this stuff again. I'm going to do that next video, and it should be about building. The more and more you see these things happening to you, 
It should stoke a feeling inside your heart where you say to yourself, you know what? I may not see the end of it. Look at the brothers who built the pyramids, right? They started it out. The next generation continued. And the next went through generations to build that. We read a chapter or watch a history channel and like, oh, we saw this in 30 minutes. You think it plopped up like that in 30 minutes? Even the Great Wall of China. People died on that thing. People died in the even the bridges, Brooklyn Bridge, Manhattan Bridge, Triborough Tri Bridge, Queensboro Bridge in, in, in New York, San Francisco, whatever. People have died building bridges. People have died building the World Trade Center. I was a single digit age, ages in the late 60s when they started that building. And I watched it go up. It got scary. I'm like, how tall are they going to do this thing, daddy? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because his shop and his business was based in Washington Heights, uh, Manhattan, above Harlem. So we all in Harlem, all that stuff. And, and, and this is why I feel a certain feeling toward that time, because when I used to get my hair cut, it might be from a 75-year-old dude. And this is back in 1969 or 68 as a little boy. And this joker was, was, was born before 1900. He said, yeah, I was a young man, man. Uh, you know, the Jack Johnson fights, they didn't have TV. They, they had radio. Did they, did they even have radio? They had the newspapers, word of mouth. This dude, just like we have people who say, yeah, my, uh, Mike Tyson would beat Muhammad Ali. And the people from my era, Muhammad Ali era, no, 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 he beat Mike Tyson. He beat Joe Lewis. Well, there are people from the Joe Lewis era who felt these jokers were so old, they're like Jack Johnson would have cl cleaned up on all of them, up to Muhammad Ali. You know what I mean? Because he probably transitioned after that. So that old black Harlem, the remnants of it, the old thing with the older folks and the way that they did. I wasn't around in the 30s and 40s and 50s, but I saw those who are from those era alive and well and a little older. The men who would dress down to a T. Now we have sagging pants and don't want to wipe our ass, don't want to clean our arms. Community has, has disintegrated. The way we would have put a part in our hair and made sure that we were clean before we went around any woman to talk to her. We would compete with each other. What kind of pants are those, man? I got to get some like that. Those are some nice shoes. I'm going to the barber today. Dudes would wash their cars all morning. Go to the barber, get clean. What happened to that? A respect for self and a respect for the woman they were going after. And you couldn't approach any woman like a whore. Hey, mama. Hey, girl. I want to see what you're working with. Your man's up in upstate. I'm going to come, come on. What's your Facebook? And so you mean you're going to get throat babies the first day that you met this dude? Yeah, someone say, man, that felt good. Yeah, uh-huh. But it's at the expense. I used to hold hands with a young lady. Now, I was exposed to a lot when I was younger, but I knew what it was like to feel like you feeling this feeling of love. You sit on the couch at our house in the afternoon and the parents are there and, and when nobody's looking, you hold hands, the electricity that came up my arm, I'm like, man, loving you more to the day I die, always and forever. <sighs> you wasn't thinking about no damn blowjob to get a kiss on the cheek. You didn't want to wash your face for days, but you knew you'd stink, so you had to do it to repeat the process. What happened? What happened to us? 
the focus is more on us than anybody else. Because if we had our act together, if we had our act together, there'd be nobody who could stop us. And us focusing on us could never be called anti-Semitic. Anti? So you mean we spend our, so, so, so if we don't enjoy being a slave financially locked in these contracts that benefits somebody else more than us, we're anti them? So we're supposed to love this? What is this, S&M? Bondage and domination? S&M sadomasochism? So we're supposed to be uh, 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 masochistic and love every time we get the whip knocked on our back. Shaq is masochistic. Charles Barkley, masochistic. Because they're getting them dollars. And sure, it gives you amenities, but how can you stand tall as a man? How can you stand tall as a man? I'm a man, and you ain't never going to see me bow down. I don't care how much loss I have to take. I'll go out in the woods somewhere and build me a wooden shack and eat mangoes and watermelons, and, and me and Mr. Skirville will cook up the best food Sleep deep and be out the system. So I'm not trying to be some YouTube star. Oh, I, I, I can't say that. But I also have to get the message out to my people. And there are others who want to get the message out to their people. They can come on the platform. And there are other people who are doing it too on social media. But they will soon shut them down. Just like they flexed on me the other night when I had the irritated genie on. They made sure. Even, the, again, the platform that I pay for, they took the video down. And maybe I'll get a screenshot of that and put it up in the community tab on YouTube here. Trust me, if you were there, you saw it. And I wasn't going crazy because I kind of knew they were going to do that. But I was, man, like you see a DJ mixing and he mixes, he turns around and mixes behind his back. I was jumping through hoops in here to keep that show going electronically. So I'm expecting more of that, but that's okay. I have my stuff on so many platforms, they can't get all of it. I have it all on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, some podcasts that are repeater podcasts that go in different countries. <laughs> they ain't going to do it. And they know that. They know this is one black man who ain't going to quit. Let them come offer me some money. I might take it and shut up and work un undercover and approach people and do more work. Huh? I'm not stupid. Oh, I think they got him. Lance is a sellout. But watch what happens before I die. The systems and the structures that I set up for us. That's all I want to see. I'm like that father at the football game. That mother watching the daughter run track. That's my baby. That's my family out there. Look at her go. Oh, my God, she won. This is how I feel about my people. I can't stand some of y'all now. I'm not going to lie. Some of y'all are coons and sellouts, and some of y'all are just hateful. I ain't doing this to be famous. This is my work. I was built for this. One foot in history, born in 63, to be here in 2022 and tell it like it is. Multiple ways. See? I'm the talent that got by those teachers who are connected to them in a very intimate way because those are the sentinels that put things in your head and they look over the horizon to see those who are talented. And they did a number on me. 
I had a rocky road the whole way. They always came at me. I always had problems with them. At school, yes, because I didn't shut up. No, I didn't. They knew. So I'm not going to say it's a lifelong conspiracy, but you're going to run into this no matter where you move. Let me tell you something. Their influence is here in a crocodile. You heard Irritated Genie, and there's some things we said, and he conveyed to me off of the show. I'm like, are you serious? It's like that. So their tentacles run far and wide, but our presence in every land, all throughout history, imagine the things that we're not credited for. We did all of this. These people steal from us. Yet and still, Biden will sign some bill talking about Asian hate. What you mean Asian hate? Okay, eat your words because if China or North Korea launches one of them bombs, America's going to be the Asian hate capital of the world. They're going to be doing all kinds, white folks, they're going to be doing all kinds of things to Asians over there. And so, but what about us? We're always the last ones. We're always taking the least, but we have the most brilliance. Yes, there are a lot of us that are in the stands of these games watching, but there's also so many people that as long as you perform for those others with a chain around your neck, and just because one gets so much millions, is that doing something for all of us? So they are put up there on the slave auction block being traded by different masses. And we aspire to that instead of seeing how we're being brainwashed because we have more power than any contract that they can offer any one of those players collectively. If we pull away, imagine we, we utilize black lawyers. We have our own black banks. We have our own black hospitals. Huh? Financial, educational, teaching the real education that nobody can come in because we're not funded by somebody who has a noose around them like to say, oh, you can't teach that. And that's the message is telling everybody by what happened to Kyrie. It fortified the fear to slow down the revolution like a speed bump. Revolution doesn't always mean a gun and a tank and planes and bombs. Our mere unity is more powerful than all of that if we would all wake up collectively and do what we have to do. Listen, family. I'm going to hit the sack. It's uh, 5.03 over here. And of course, the other night I um, woke up so early and I'm tempted to stay up and take a walk as the sun comes up and just go deep in my thoughts. I just want to say that I love you all so much. I love my people so much. Like I said, some of y'all, I can't stand. Some of y'all, I, I don't want to be bothered with. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't wrestle with ignorance. I can't wrestle with egos. And although I'm a young 59 going up on 60, I really don't have any time right now to waste. We're going to have fun. We're going to talk. We're going to talk about these issues and stuff. But I'm going to be more of a sharpshooter in my later years, in this particular quarter of my existence. You know, it's funny when you see a championship boxer who fights so well and he's on top of his game. When you see old clips of him, he was a little wild, didn't pace himself right, might have took a loss here and there. But I'm on top of my game as a man on all levels, and I want to stay focused and do what it is that I'm put here to do. 
And it's much more than just talking on YouTube. It wasn't like when I was born, oh, yes, he's going to be on YouTube talking. This is the least of what I do. There's so many things that I do, bringing people together who come to the platform. I do more talking in personal phone calls than anything else. And whatever is needed of me, I do. You understand? So the support of this channel goes back to us. And I would love for us to move financially for the greater good, not me, you know, not me. I, I'll, I'll be the conduit or one of the conduits. And why can't we move in a, in, in, a, in a clear way, in an open way, in, in a way that's very transparent? Why can't we take our dollars and, and, and put them together in a transparent way and just let it sit there, let it build up, let it build up. And we bring the thought leaders in who are not looking to get anything from it. We just want to see this thing grow like a community garden in your neighborhood. Everybody gets their seeds, everybody puts their elbow grease in. Why can't we do that? How is it that those people came from the point that they were in, which is numbers wise, far less than what we've gone through and still suffer today? Because we don't have that kind of pull. To make a grown man apologize for something so mild, I hate to say it, but you allow it, but that's power. And we have way more power than that. But they've learned how to capture us and, 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 and put the reins on us put their feet in the stirrups and make us jump and run like a horse. And we don't ask anything. We just glad to get back to the barn and get some water, get some grain and get some feed and we good. See, you can have all the money in the world and lack integrity. You can have all the money in the world and your existence does nothing for your people. It should be about your people first. But if our people are fragmented, arguing amongst each other on identities, we, 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 have so, we have so many divisions of us, even in Christianity. What the hell is that? Well, you know what it is. That's to divide and conquer, to brainwash, to render us impotent. The black church was something back in the slavery days because we knew that, you know, chances are, you know, we can have a little fun. We can socialize. We can network. Master was still there watching us. That's why you, you see half these Christians, when they get up and go to the bathroom, they put their finger in the air. That was for the white slave master or, or one of his minions who were there. And you letting him know, I got to go take a leak or I have to, you got to answer to him. Can we, did we ever have an existence in America where somebody wasn't over our shoulder? Did, huh? Some form of fashion. You're controlled. And we all have that honest to some measure of degree of measure. I'm tired of it. The symbolic slave master standing over you. I remember when I worked in Home Depot and I was working in the floor and wall department. I know a lot about tile and different things and putting down floors and stuff. That's what my father did. He specialized in that. And I grew up around that. And you know, the things you grew up around, you don't really want to do sometimes. I did a few good jobs. I didn't like it. But I'm good that way, and I utilize my creative juices in that. There were there were there were very affluent people that he worked for. And this was his own business. And me being an artist, they learned that I could stencil in any shape or form into the wood before he put the sealant and the polyurethane over it. So I've had millionaires pay me good money. I'm not saying millions, but they paid me a whole lot for a 13 year old or 12 year old. You know what I mean? In their penthouse apartment. This one playboy, he was single, and he wanted a woman, uh, a woman's form sitting in a champagne glass. 
with the legs up, smiling. He couldn't believe I drew the female form in such a lusty way. <laughs> and he loved it. And people who came to his parties, they who did this? I got tired of doing them, them things and whatnot. And they paid. My classmates were like, how are you getting so much money? The dude told my father, and I heard him. He said, man, your son drew that woman's body so, so good. One night I found myself looking at it, masturbating. Sorry to get lewd, but that's what he said. So I've seen the full range in how these people can then act nice to you when they feel and know that they're in control. And they will act nice to you only to the point. But once you start to not want the crumbs that they give and want more of what they have out of you, like you can't have yourself to you. That's the part that cracks me up. So you post something that's anti-Semitic, I guess you're going to tell me that me wanting us to have control and, and the finances out of what we do, our silver and gold to the world, the entertainment. Yeah, they got their own cheesy actors and whatnot, but nothing beats us. Singing? Oh, man. Dancing? I'm not saying that's the only places we can excel because we have black scientists, black thinkers, black people out of academia who have affected us. And that's what we need more of now. And those of us who may not have gone to school, let's support those. My dear friend, his daughter just graduated and I'm proud because I'm so close to the family. Out of uh, uh, the University of New Hampshire. She graduated three, was it 3.4 out of four or three, 4.4? I don't know how that goes. But you know up there ain't too much of us. So by maintaining their relationship and sense of community, which they have done, something out of their union has come out as a plus to the world. Not because she went to a Caucasian school, but she's going to be elevated to the point where when she wants to, see, we got to think about ourselves more than this generation. We all are millionaires. It may not be in this generation, but what can you set up for the future generations? Like I'm saying, what can we set up structure-wise for the future generations of our children to play in their own league? See, to be fair toward us, that we employ people who look like us and not just give them peanuts and nickels and dimes. I was going to shut it off. Yeah, I'm going to shut it down because once I get inspired like that, you know, I'll keep babbling in your ear all night long. Oh, man. You know, no, 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 no. When I say slave, I don't mean that. I Look, I, I couldn't talk this way if I was a slave. OK, many times you get people who don't understand how we talk. We are looked at as slaves. We are not slaves. All right. I moved to the motherland because I wanted to. I wasn't scared by the propaganda that was put up because I show you every day out here is just as modern, if not more modern, than the, 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 that death trap called America, where they're killing people and shooting people and, and locking us up, whatever. No, I'm not a slave. I'm a free man. I go anywhere in the world that I want to. I decided to settle here. Slave. So when I say we are slaves, it's because we are in their system. Kyrie is a slave. We can talk and cover it. And like my favorite saying goes, you have the right to smear feces 
with chocolate icing, but you don't have any right to call it chocolate cake. I may not have his money or his reach, but I am not a slave. Face to face, you think they scare me? I've been dealing with them all my life, even through business with my father. He taught me how to deal with them. We know what's up with them. What we need to do is stop having a slave mentality and believe in the lies they tell us and walking away from the system incrementally. What are you doing to walk away from the system? When I say academia, it's to a point to come back and, and, and deal with all you. Okay, you want to debate or something like that? You want to go back and forth and, and tell me what I mean when I'm talking? Maybe I don't ever say your name before, so you, know, you probably knew. Probably new here. So now you're going to get up and teach me how I talk. Ain't nobody else here have a problem except you. There's always one that wants to come and dictate on how you communicate because, see, maybe something bothered you that I said. Maybe you don't like Negroes that talk like me. Now, am I calling myself a Negro? No, I paint pictures with words just the same way if you go to landscurve.com and look at my artwork. I'm an illustrator. I'm a creative I'm beyond the scope of any small school, but if there's something you need to learn from them that they hid from you and you come back and seek out the real, that doesn't make you a slave. And in her doing what she does, my friend's daughter who graduated from that school, she's gonna come back into her community and be able to help out somebody who's falsely accused of a crime. That might be your son or your daughter. So see, we got to look beyond those things and then set up when we get the wealth, something of our own. We ain't going to come out of this thing overnight. Did I say that? No. 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 Okay, here we go. All right, all right, all right. We, 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 got, we don't even know if these, these are black people talking like this. I can never be mad at a black woman for not respecting black men. Black men don't deserve respect. 90% of them are, of them are cowards. Okay. So Winter Soldier, I don't know if you're a man or female or a tranny or what, but if 90% of them are cowards, where did they come from? What vessel did they come out of? A white woman? So you can't respect them. So that, 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 that's the first rift in our community that holds us back. Or maybe because I mentioned Boule or the Masons or whoever else, maybe all are card-carrying members. So you're here to rabble-rouse and take us off that topic. You see what I mean? Thank you, thank you, Sister Oyala. I'm working through the phone. They always come out when you hit a nerve. I said it. I said what they are. They can't respect 90% of black men. Then who are we gonna, what woman are we gonna go to? Either these are people who are not in those groups that just had bad experiences, but what is that to, to express? So you're working against our community. See, and this is what I'm talking about. People like that need to die. People like that need to drop dead because they're murdering the hopes of our children. Imagine being a young girl coming up under somebody like that who says they can never respect 90%. So you hate yourself. I'm glad they said that on this particular broadcast. Wow. See, I wasn't really looking at the chat. I just, you know, thinking I'm signing off. I look down, but this is going to be a very interesting experience for me because I'm hyped. I'm always ready. You wake me up out of my sleep. I'm ready to fight mentally, physically, and spiritually. And I'm considered a senior citizen right now. Another year or two. I'm looking to get my social security, right? 
So that makes me that in their system, but I am not that because I'm going to have longevity. I'm not eating their foods. I'm not laying with their women. I ain't drinking the alcohol, right? So I'm going to be a thorn and a nightmare in their side. And to these, let me tell you something, that, that, that is not a righteous black person. What, who you just blocked those were two nigger slaves. Let's just call it for what it is because what I said was the truth. And many of us are saying the same thing in different ways. I don't think I know everything, but I know what I experienced in this life. And those are the kind of people who hate to see you excel and hate to know what you stand for. Just like the same way they hated Malcolm X back in the day. And some of them, oh, oh they're older now, wearing the Malcolm X shirts. And yes, no, don't, don't, don't front now. And that's the way I feel about it, even in my own personal life. Don't you throw me under the bus, run your mouth behind my back and expect me to take you in and deal with you. To, no, get away from me. I hope you drop dead too, because you're already dead if you can come against your own race. And you hope for something. See, you don't hope for nothing good for, for us. You don't want to see it. That's why some of us don't even deserve reparations. The reparations I don't think we're going to get. Our reparations comes from the most high, the creator, the one who made us <clears throat> when we fall into line and unify with each other. Riches will flow between us if we cut off from this system. But so many of us love sucking from that poisonous nipple of their system. And it's a poisonous nipple because it will never nurse you to full strength. Never, ever, ever. I'd rather be out here where certain amenities are still malfunctioning every now and then and live a peaceful life. And my work is cut out out here because that brainwasher, that oppressor works through people who look like us. I'm already spotted out here. I live like a monk in total isolation. I can't go to these functions. They don't know who I am. Or, yeah, that's the one who's talking this way and that way. I'm not getting involved in your politics out here. It's easy to snuff me out and I'm out of America right now. I'm not dumb. I'm not dumb, but my heart is still there and will always be there. I love many of my brothers and sisters here in the motherland, but I have a deep rooted love for those in the States who I might not even know yet and who I have yet to meet. It doesn't matter. We are on the same team. We've had the same experiences. And of course, as we just learned, you'll have those who disrespect themselves. If that person that went to soldier or that other one was a woman, they probably got a shelf full of bleaching cream and laxa and, and, and probably got a nose job and, and, and whatever. <laughs> they hate themselves. So they hate to see or hear anything empowering of us for us. They don't want to see. They're too invested in that system. So to see that system that we cry for to be crumbled and smashed down, to fall down. Look, they're being propped up by us. They're leaning on us. They can't even hold their own weight up and do their own. They need to have the world brainwashed. And they did for a long time. But knowledge is getting out. Censorship. I said it a year and a half, two years ago, or actually two and a half years ago, before I came up out here to Ghana 
right before the borders opened on September 2nd, 2020. I said, look for the censorship to go to an all time high because there is just too much knowledge floating around on social media. And this is meant for mind control. They didn't know that some of us would use it to reach many. And this is why I ask everyone to go to landscurve.com. On the left side is an area where you could submit your email address that we can always keep in contact because we don't know when they will totally shut me down the way they have our powerful brother, Irritated Genie. They shut him down. The very mention of his name and having a show they banned me for two weeks to slap me on the wrist just from him being on there. And we said nothing wrong. We had a great family discussion. They don't like that. They want us dysfunctional. They want the television shows to be dysfunctional. Men in dresses, men running around acting like sissies and not being men. What happened to the real men? We more worried about polishing up our nails and wearing limp lip gloss. I was right the first time, limp lip gloss. We're walking around here limp, don't even know our role to our, our, our sisters and our women. We don't have to be laying in the bed to love and serve our sisters. What am I going to do, live a life where I'm trying to screw everything in sight? You might be appealing that way, but it doesn't mean that I have to love you that way. I can love you in a righteous way where I never laid hand on you, but I gave my male energy to your household where possibly there was no man. But see, we get slick as men who are thinking of a lower desire. I hope she don't think that I'm coming around here, you know, just to help her out with her kids and sons and take them to football. Sooner or later, she's going to give something up. What is wrong with you, man? That's why half of y'all get erectile dysfunction because you abused yourself and that's all you had in your mind. Is that the only gear in your vehicle that you can use as you navigate through this world? Huh? If I was to drive from New York to California in the first gear and try to speed the whole way and never shift gears, that, that clutch is going to be burnt. We have so many gears to our being. There's a spiritual element of us that they don't want us to get to. They want us focused on just money. What a beautiful world it could be. What a glorious time to be free if we had unity. We wouldn't need money. We'll take care of each other. I'll give you some mangoes. You give me two melons. I'll give you some corn. You give me some greens. We'll all eat. Whoever needs their roof fixed, we'll get together and fix it. The doctor that lives in the community, he's going to look after all of us. But we, those of us who are carpenters will make sure his house is straight. Give of, give of ourselves freely and charge them little bastards out there who want to exploit us. We need to get away from them. Did I say who? Y'all know who, but I ain't say it. <laughs> I'm being true. Unbelievable. Unbelievable where we find ourselves. You know, I thought crack was the worst time period there were so many of my peers, so many of those who I grew up with who are gone now, dead. They don't even know who they are if they're alive, half of them. Some of them beat it, yes. That was not by chance. How come it wasn't going around in the mother communities? Yes, some of them did it too, but how come? Why is it always directed at us? 
Why is it that these people who hold the contracts and, you know, want to say you're saying this anti-talk over there where they are, it wasn't a big thing? What do they know? Huh? Do we bury our head in the sand and waste more time? I can't respect 90% of black men. Then get the, oh, I'm not going to cuss. Get out, get out the black community then. Go, go with your white men. Go, go indulge in bestiality used by people who see you as a sexual beast and a damn fetish. Did you try one of those black, black girl, gals out yet? Yeah, I'm going to try. You know, I don't want to buy one. I'm going to try to work and get some for free. But they ain't taking you home and marrying you. If they do, it's the same thing as bringing home a pet. And they love the pet and take good care of the pet. But if the pet wants a little more freedom and doesn't act the way it wants, then you're going to be ass out. You know, Barbara, Fido is not acting right. We need to put him to sleep. Just take him for a 20-mile ride and just let him go. Because you, they slave. Person's why I shouldn't talk like that about saying that's what you are. That's what you are. Not all of us. We might even be working on the plantation, but that don't mean we're willing slaves. All the slave revolts that happen, and we don't know about it in history because they didn't want us to be empowered. They wanted us in fear. All of them black men and black women on the plantation and just a few white men with guns. And we couldn't over, overtake them. It's the same thing now. They keep you mentally buck broken and they're going to put it out there for the world to see. And mind control you. And you make up your mind, well, I want that contract and I want that money so I can't say certain things. Well, you know what? Let's move in code and talk behind closed doors on what we need to do and make some plans for the future, for our future generations. Because if you punk out now, they're going to have a bigger stronghold over your children. Their children are going to really run your children. Is that the world you want to bring them in? Is that the world you want to bring them in? Because it's just a matter of time before they put us in chains anyway. Just for talking. It's just like back in the day when somebody might mention something, they say, oh, he's a communist. And they throw these words at you and you got a buck dance now to get yourself out of it. So don't you think they're going to tap Kyrie's phones and watch all the social media? They're going to tap his phones. They're going to send people, hey, what you said was cool, man. You know about uh, that movie. I watched that movie. He, he got to be scared of anybody coming to him since he broke down and had that mindset unless he just did that as a dummy thing and he's really going to go on in and take his money and say, okay, I'll do this now. But now I'm coming after you about building my own and helping to break the chains and get us out of here. God, I'm talking so much. Y'all got me going. <laughs> Y'all got me going. You can't even claim your own heritage. See, because see, we've been taught lies. And we have to believe the imaginary thing. But we've been taught the lies. We have to believe the lies. We, we, we can't dig deep to go in that direction now. We can't have all the niggas knowing themselves because they're going to show us up to be a fraud now. We don't want that. I'm very disappointed. I'm not seeing anybody here. Yeah, those two that we had to kick out. But I, I'm very, very, very disappointed, y'all. It doesn't take much either. Collectively, it was like Chinese water torture. 
You sit down and they tie you up and there's one little drop. It comes down every few seconds on the one spot of your head until it feels like a hammer. Our energy is synergistic. Two of us get together in one accord. We can have differences in culture or what country we was born in the world. The world is ours. The planet is ours. Come on now. The planet is ours. So if you're from Chicago and I'm from New York, you're from a different state. Who carved up the country and made it like that? We might have different accents. We might have different cues. We might have different backgrounds and how we learned. We might speak different languages. But the goal of that people who are the real world minority who get the most out of everything because they know that the numbers are not going to work. And this is why, do you hear them complain? When you have a Bill Gates who says he's going to create a type of mosquito that's going to kill off half the population. And these people who force us to take this stuff, but yet and still all these years, malaria hit, and I caught malaria. It is not a joke, y'all. It almost took me out of here three and a half years ago. I saw the portal from which my soul, my spirit was going to float through. That's how close to it I was. The medication didn't kick in yet. I had no appetite. Now, you know, old Scurve loved to eat. Went from 240, was it 46 pounds? No, 240 pounds to 214. I lost 26 pounds in less than a week, just laying there sweating. 26 pounds. And you mean there's not a sense of urgency from even us in America? And, and malaria is not just an African thing. When I came back to America, didn't realize, man, the Department of Health in Florida was ringing my phone down. They sent somebody to where I lived. You want to make sure this doesn't spread out here. Oh, well, what happened to the sense of urgency here? And we have money here. The industry is here to make lots of money. And why aren't these governments over here? See, I can talk about that. And why aren't the people in America crying out? Because a lot of us don't want to have nothing to do with the motherland. We got people arguing over their origins and so many falsehoods put out. We need to put that down and operate as one. How about that? No matter what country, no matter where we are, we operate as one. Is that too hard for us to do? Are we so brainwashed and so messed up we can't do that? So if you want to say, oh, you can't say you're a slave. Well, the way you think. Turn around and say 90% of black men. And you mad at me for saying what these folks say about us that we're slaves because we are those of us who bow down to this system. That was one dog who, who, who barked or cried out in the dark when I threw that rock. Something I said pissed him off to be up typing that in. You know, I think I'm gonna do more lives like this on the phone. I get less interruptions. <laughs> I think I'm gonna do it more like this, but I wanted to get in the show in my face, not for ego reasons, but it makes it more intimate when somebody can talk and use it. And I could do this on the phone, but I, I am tired looking because right now it's like 5.31 a.m. I'm just gonna take a nap. Yes, Daxter, <clears throat> you remember that. I could not believe how weak I felt. I have always been someone who was always strong. 
even before I started lifting weights and bodybuilding for those couple years until I was 22 and stopped. Even after that, I walked strong because strength is in the mind. It wasn't about, uh, look, look, I'm strong now. I feel little aches and pains. I still, I'm not 100% after that malaria either. I have to take my time and when my project is done in a few months and I can settle in, I'm going to make a little part where I put some equipment and slowly train myself back. I'm not trying to be Mr. Olympia, but I want to go to full strength. You know, we got to take care of ourselves. We got to extend ourselves. And it's not really extension. It's really cutting out the premature uh, ending of our lives because we have to be effective to be here to get our messages out and create a new momentum for us. But so many, man, I, I'm so pissed because a lot of folks ain't thinking that way. They want to exploit like the exploiter. There are people who are willing to work, who look like us, who ain't even thinking about making big money. But you on top, if you can start a business, you got to think the same way too. Let's jumpstart this thing and make, why can't we have a black Walmart? Why can't we have a black Target? Why can't we have a company that serves the automotive uh, world, changing oil, the practical things that everybody needs? Because we ain't going to refuse no business. We're going to make them pay us and we're going to ball on it. All right, here they're paying their employees $50 an hour. How do they do that? But then we have classes and speakers come in on the lunch breaks and teach us about investing and sign us up for certain things collectively in our new world. We need to invest in ourselves. These people who are investing in companies where we dominate working, they're making big money off of us and we don't even know because they don't even teach us about investing. Investing. I'm not saying just the stock market. I'm talking about in us that we create. We are the stock. We are the prize. We are the life force. We are the ones who don't get our backs broken. We're buck broken, but we don't get our backs broken because we work hard physically, spiritually, and mentally. I'll tell you one thing. I know I got a strong mind. I'm not ashamed of that. And for a man my age who ain't trained and been in the gym since April of two, uh, 1985, when I told everybody I'm stopping bodybuilding, I'm not taking drugs, I'm not going to be sitting up and posing in front of these homosexual drug judges who want to lay down with you so you can get first place. Huh? Guys, I beat a week before you go back to another state and, 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 and you're not part of the, that network and you get fourth place and you look better than them. Then when you beat them before you already beat them, you didn't go off your diet, you trained, you kept sharp. Come on now. Come on. So I already knew how crooked the system's here. There's always somebody with their conditions. Well, you can do this, but you have to do that. No, I ain't going to do no goddamn thing. I do what I want, even if I have to suffer in your system and appear to not have as much. Because I am brilliant. And you are brilliant, too. And that sounds strange for some people. A black man saying he's brilliant. I'm brilliant. I'm smart. I work hard. I am the best. And you should feel as though you're the best too. This is not a competition. We need words of empowerment spoken to our children. Because if you can see someone say that they're not, never going to respect only 90%, well, who are the 10%? That's very, that was very telling. That was very telling how you broke that down. You didn't say 70% or 75%. You said 90. And so who are the 10%? So you're telling me who you are. 
because you, the men you deal with are the 10% of the so-called elite in the black community, boule style. So that's what you are. So that's why you came here and made them stupid ass comments because I know you're still listening. And that's something. That's something. That's something. Oh boy. I'm gonna lay down now. I said that about an hour ago, didn't I? I only intended to come on for 20 minutes, but every time I say that, it always ends up being a longer one. I was on the other one the other day for four hours and 31 minutes. Didn't know. I thought I was going to be on for 20 minutes. And I will come back on later on because I think I'm going to start doing more of these lives on the phone where I don't have the malfunctions and I'll use it for other stuff. You know, I can record my videos where you see me and stuff. So I work around that. They are perpetual attacks of me because there's still little things that they're doing. There's still little things that I have to correct. But I just want to thank you all for being here. I want you all to go on the channel and, you know, thumbs up some videos, leave some comments, but more so go on landscurve.com and sign up for the email subscription. Just drop your email there. So the left-hand side, just scroll down a little bit from when it comes up and you'll see it there. Leave some comments on the post. Let's make it more active there. I'm going to keep on saying that. Also, I got a new Twitter account. I know Elon Musk, they say, oh, he's a racist and he's this and he's that. Yeah, but see, I got to talk about that. I got to talk about that. I'm in no way favoring him, but um, I'm full name Lance Skirvin with the I-N. There's no E after the B, y'all. People say Lance Skirvin, put an E on it. No, it's S-C-U-R-V, but it's S-C-U-R-V-I-N, Lance Skirvin. That's my new Twitter account. So if you're on Twitter, follow me, hit me up, send me some messages. Yes, uh, Sister Beatrice Noel, Brother Yapo, I think you're the only two followers I have. <laughs> And I want to know if he can reinstate my account because the one I had taken down two years ago had, two and a half years ago, had 32,000 uh, of followers there. It was too powerful for somebody who was there. You know what I mean? So I hear Kanye West got reinstated, Donald Trump, but those are the high profile people. They can reinstate that with the followers that I had. I would appreciate that. I'll knock the other one down because it's a game out here and I have to play and know their systems and play their game. I'm not scared. I'm using it. I know it's not going to last forever, but take these streams. And if there's anybody else that you follow that you like, I'm not against that. Take their streams or, you know, share it also. It's not just about me. Again, we have to have a collective mindset. That's the most important thing. But anyway, um, yeah. Yeah. You see that, Oyala? Or maybe I'm going to check in the spam. Sometimes for some reason, their, their system spams people's comments for some reason. It's not me doing it. And even on the page, it's not me doing it. Now, I want to also say on the YouTube page, when you drop a link in the comments, it will not come through because if I open that up, the ability to drop links, there'll be all types of porn, people selling some wax shoes, people from other countries just spamming you. So to keep the experience a certain way, you know, if it's something righteous, I, I can go in the back end and release it. But a lot of times I'm, I'm just totally overwhelmed with the spam and the comments and stuff, and I will not allow that. So that's the reason why. But on the site, it shouldn't be doing that, sister. Y'all, I'm going to check that in a little while and look for the comments, and I'll hit you on Telegram and let you know when it comes through. I built the platform. I love the platform. There are a lot of other platforms out there. And I want to get back into the interviews again with the people who are just not heard. I love the interviews I used to do years ago, and I still do them, but I want to bring more of that. And um, let's, let's educate ourselves more and let's keep up with what's really going on. If you have a story to tell, 
mistreatment, anything, we can always talk about it. It doesn't have to be where you show your face. You can go anonymous. Any information you tell me about you, I do not share with anyone. Now, we know the government, the U.S. government has been watching me from 2005. I have proof of that. And now we have these other jokers trying to mess with me. So if something's compromised or anything, don't blame me. So I'll say you can move incognito with me and just go by a nickname or whatever and we'll vibe. I'll make sure you're legit because there's a lot of folks out here who want to take the platform and use it for some old bozo the clown type stuff that I'm not down for. Rest in power, Brother Holler. He just departed from us on this level, and I have to come out harder because the brother came out hard. And since the baton has passed, we all need to run a, run a bit and come out harder in his name. And I'm going to be putting up more short posts from him, and you can go on the site and see some of his work. And he was on Clubhouse big time, but definitely you'll come and see his work on landscurve.com on the category section, as well as people who've come on one time and left transition and we never see him again. We're documenting our spirit. We're telling our own stories. We can't go through these platforms who are compromised. And if it's something a little more spicy, we'll put it directly on the site. Right now, I'm going to be using Rumble. And I have my stuff still archived on the site that gave me trouble. But I'm moving away from them strategically because I have a few more options. But it's going to take a lot of work. It's a lot of work running this thing behind the scenes. It's not just get on the live and just get off on the phone. It's a lot of work. Most of my days are spent tailoring everything, snipping everything, enhancing everything to make it better. It's a labor of love. And that's all it is because I love my people. <clears throat> anyway, I'm getting congested. <laughs> I get a little hoarse. I just want to say that I love you and I thank you all. Midnight Green, how are you? I thank you all for your support. And I will continue to do what it is that I have to do. And I'm not beyond correction. Maybe I might have gotten some faulty information, but I make sure to check up on it before I share it. But most of the time, I'm talking about my personal experiences. And in that level, I can never go wrong. Anyway, I do need you all. I do need your support on all levels. It's not just about money, but that's fine, too, because it's things I got to pay for. Um, I'm not here to shake anybody down. Whatever you heard here that was good for you, just spread it with your lips. Please hit the button and spread it out there. But just talk about it. We need discussions, even if those discussions are secret. You know, let's be shrewd now. Let's have them wondering, do they know? Are they like them? Are they thinking the same thing about us that Kyrie uh, talked about and Kanye knows? Keep them guessing now. I didn't say their name in this whole video, but you know exactly who I'm talking about. Let's see how this flies out. Please share it for me. Much love to you all, and I will see you. Eh, maybe on the phone I can maybe play a little music. Who knows? But this phone, I was supposed to be getting a new one in a couple weeks, and it's going to operate a whole lot better. So let's hope for that. So anyway, I'll leave a little music on. Just give me a second. This phone is like, <laughs> this phone is like a dinosaur. I'm going to play that song that you all love. Here you go. Hope it comes out clear. Give it a second. Take it away, take it away, feeling too good. Good night, everybody. Chilling all day, all in your space is where I wanna be. Here in this room, what did you do? I just can't get enough. Too caught up in your love. I've been trying to forget, but you won't let me. Something in my brain wants you. I've been hanging. 
button on the way out y'all i gotta start asking i'm not asking too much hit that like button on the way out and download the landscape app instructions are scrolling across the bottom much love why are we called negroes why are we deaf dumb and blind Why is everybody making progress, yet we seem to be lagging so far behind? Why are we mistreated? Why are we in this condition, stripped of our name, our language, our culture, our God, and our religion? Here in America, all of our religious training has been gotten by the preacher. He has told us of a heaven way up in the sky that we can't enjoy now, but rather after we die. But all of the years that we're living, for us there's nothing but hell, pain, torture, and misgiving. Yet the Bible speaks of a heaven filled with material luxury, which the white man and the preacher has right here, so we see. So my friend, Take it for what it's worth. Your heaven and your hell is right here on this earth. So let's check back into history 
which rewards all research and tells us plainly that before the white man gained entry to the east, he was living in the caves of Europe, a ravenous beast, eating juniper roots and eating flesh raw, till God sent Moses to civilize him and teach him the law. Then following Marco Polo, an explorer, he gained entry into Asia and Africa. From China, he took silk and gunpowder. From India, he took jute, manganese, and rubber. He raped Africa of her diamonds and her gold. From the Mideast, he took barrels of oil untold. Raping, robbing, and murdering everything in his path. The whole black world has tasted of the white man's wrath. So, my friend, it's not hard to tell. A white man's heaven is a black man's hell. America, we were living in the east, by the Nile River, we were living in luxury, enjoying freedom, justice, and equality, we wore silken robes, slippers of gold, we were the wealthiest and the wisest people, I'm told, now we are the poorest of the poor, nobody wants us at their door. My friend, it's easy to tell White man heaven is black man hell When the white man came to America He told the Indian I am your white brother He said, red man, I'll treat you the best Yet and still he pushed the Indian further west With his white woman and fire water Tricks and lies he stole America The original owner of this nation Is cooped up on a reservation So my friend it's easy to tell White man heaven, black man hell Someone to work the land His back was too weak He needed you black man So he commissioned Sir John Hawkins To commit the world's Most grievous sin To take a man Who's born to be free And bring him down To slavery To sell a man As merchandise On his body Put a price Oh my friend it's easy to tell White man heaven is a black man hell 